0: Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil, episode 135. We have David and Rachel, or Rachel and David, on the mic. Today is a special day. It's the 100th episode for...
1: Rachel.
0: Rachel. Rachel, Rachel, get excited. Well, I'm pretty sure it started at
1: 36, because 35 we do not speak
0: of. We're going to have 100 episodes right now, okay? Regardless of what it is. Well, I think it's next week, but it's okay. No, no. This is our 100th episode today. Where's my today. fucking
1: balloons and flowers and shit? Where's uh, my present? Next week. Oh.
0: Um <laughs> The so we're,
1: we're celebrating today, but yes. we're going to
0: yeah.
1: yes. Um <laughs> So it's all about me, I guess.
0: Yes, but but we want to do a disclaimer. Nothing we say can, can be can be misconstrued <laughs> for the truth and or uh any type of uh bullshit. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. when we have guests on our show... <laughs>
0: we're not responsible for what they fucking say.
1: Just because they think it's their truth doesn't mean it's the actual truth. Yeah. And just because they don't want their truth exposed doesn't mean that we're not going to...
0: If it is their truth.
1: if it's And if it's their truth, then... Yeah. Is it really false? I yeah. get. I don't know.
0: So we can't be responsible what for what guests say on the show or do yeah.
1: or say yeah.
0: or, or do what pictures, <laughs> pictures they take selfies. Yes, I mean
1: you do you boo. <laughs> we support everybody. Yes, I mean yes. I think about our guests. Our guests are amazing. Like the guests that we have that, you they're, know, they're,
0: especially the ones they're who have become all our all friends. All over the place. Yeah,
1: yeah, the ones that have become our friends. And we, like we gotta
0: them. have some people back.
1: Yo. Get, well, everybody's so busy now because they've been on our show. and Now they're famous. I mean, well, you're welcome. Just kidding. Well, that's all right. <laughs> but we're gonna
0: get people back. Uh, yeah. Lisa Lang. We're definitely going to get her back. Yeah. Because I know she's probably got some stuff going on.
1: She's 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 a riot.
0: So um, today is one thirty-five. Uh In in uh, celebration <laughs> of the one hundredth episode or 99th. uh we're gonna do Rachel's five five favorite five favorite.
1: Podcast, Podcast. I may subjects, Shoot. hey hey hey
0: hey <laughs> hey 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 hey, Mess that mess with the hair.
1: I'm even, I'm even dressed. Yes, I've been on, a, a, I've been Yellowstoneing, trying, you know, showing trying my to cowboy,
0: T- trying mm. to look cute.
1: No, 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 no. It was like road tripping. Costner, trip and, Costner, yeah, yes. I, I have my rip. I was just making sure that he was. I won't. You know, I will one hundred
0: forty nine thousand dollars a month for child support. Oh
1: my god! Oh right! Oh my gosh! I just watch and I go. Every time I read that, I'm, I'm, like,
0: like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, "That's a whole different world."
1: She, she has to maintain her fucking lifestyle. What yes. the hell is that? Eating gold plates she, for breakfast? She
0: doesn't even eat. It doesn't even. Doesn't even work. What you got? You got three kids. Can't you take them places? Oh, okay, we digress.
1: Okay, let's all get right. back
0: to celebrating Rachel today. I mean, we uh, should celebrate me every 99, day. Nine nine one hundred episodes. Whatever. Um,
1: the top five. Of top five. Favorite. Rachel's
0: five-ish. favorite five ish. Yeah, I'm because gonna start she has like with a disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Because> <laughs> these,
0: these, these are kind of my five favorite. My kind of not.
1: Well, and I, you know me, I don't ever go follow the rules, but no. I just want to give a shout out to actually all of our guests that have come on. Yes, thank you very much. We things, love you guys. Have, have given us phrases like cut the cord, you know, sex table, you know.
0: But what was the one with the jars?
1: Yeah, you put uh-huh. your stuff in the jar. And yeah, that was w- Melissa.
0: Yeah, but what was it called?
1: I don't know. I can't remember the names of God. the episodes. That's okay. your job. All right. But yeah, so all of our guests have all been my favorites. They have taught us things, you know, love language, all that stuff. So things just in that. And then.
0: Practice basis. spaces.
1: Part, That was you, David. That's all you, buddy. Well, I am a guest. (laughs) am on my show. Hey, we're all guests. We're all guests. Oh, no. Today is my show. Okay. So, my, I'm going to go five to one. So, my number five was episode 120, where it talks about where where we introduced the phrase like playbook of sorts, um, fears of the unknown and like what the post pre and you know, in the middle of divorce, like do your homework. Um, like, don't leave the family home abruptly. Like, little things that we had learned, like, stay stay still until you got all your shit worked out. Yeah. Make sure you get your legal advice.
0: Don't make rash decisions, like, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm out.
1: Any text that you send can be used against you in a court of law. <laughs> you know, yeah. stuff like that. Don't, um, don't. That was also the one that we <laughs> talked about, like, setting boundaries early, because I don't think when you're in heartbroken mode or pissed off mode you actually know what a boundary is you're just like no okay no but you also especially if you have children you have to communicate so um don't 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 um also don't use your kids
0: that's my law and order
1: I know okay. I I dun, let dun. you I let you have that moment in on my podcast okay.
0: um
1: don't use your kids
0: as weapons um,
1: And then also find support for them as fast as you can, because you guys are going through your own shit and then you don't know what the kids are feeling and how they are reacting to the news of, you know, my mom and dad aren't together anymore. Um, I think that episode was really good too, because it's like when you're in the midst of anger or you're in the midst of sadness and you're in the midst of all the different phases of divorce, you don't really see the big picture. And every once in a while, you need to step back. What's the big picture? You have once cared for these, this person. You had a family together. You have a life together. And that's all about to change. Where do you go next?
0: You've and. had sex with this person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You've been, you've been intimate. Like, you've, there's been, you've, you've, and if your marriage was healthy, cause I mean, I think marriages are healthy for some point of time yep. and then they either fall apart or the communication falls apart. Um, you've had okay. to, I don't know what noises <laughs> he's making over here.
0: Parents. It's when it's healthy, then it's you unhealthy.
1: Mean, do you need to use the potty, old no, man? No, it's What's unhealthy. Just, just yeah. thinking
0: about it being unhealthy and yeah. it goes to shit.
1: Well, and then you get you get to that point where, like, you have to stop thinking of others. I mean, mm-hmm. your ex now um, and take care of yourself, self-preservation, self-love, self-worth, all that stuff. And so I think episode 120 is a really good place to start for people who are just new to it because you can see where you're going, where you're headed, where you might be at. You might have healed from one phase and then you jump back to where you were like when it first started. So I think episode 121 was 120 was one of my favorite.
0: What's the title of that one?
1: I don't know. Fear of the pre post and in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote down, I didn't uh, even write, I didn't you, write the title. You didn't write down, down titles? No. Oh, I'm an God. asshole. Okay. Well, so while you look up the title, I'm going to go, go back to for you. Um, number four is episode 105. It was, but you
0: don't know the title.
1: I do. It was when we had our guest Dawn Diaz. Okay. And she she has the book that the shit that no one tells you about the, and about divorce. Yeah. Um, that's really good. I really liked all of her different like chapters for things, um, how she just put it like, you know, here's, this is going to be how this starts. And, you know, no one tells you about the dating and no one tells you about this. And no one tells you like, if you're ever going to be, you feel like when you first start, you're not going to be ready for dating. That is off your radar and nothing happens. Oh, and then one day you jump into the whole face. So it's like, oh, uh, I didn't know that. So uh, I think 105 was one of my favorite because it was a different insight of like, there's no real actual playbook. There's real. There are so if you go to Barnes and Nobles and you look in the Healing from Divorce. Where the fuck do you start? And who has $9,000 to buy all the books? Yep. And who has time to read all the books?
0: That's when you listen to the podcast. Yep. Yeah.
1: And who, who's feeling exactly what you're feeling when you're reading that chapter or whatever? So I think we need to do better on helping people figure out where you start, where the next step. And again, if you take a couple steps back, doesn't mean you're not healing. It just means that you're, you're, you might fall back into that trap of, oh, woe is me, or pity me, or I just need attention. Like, okay. someone give me attention. So,
0: so episode 120 is embracing the fear of the unknown during either the pre-, during-, and or post-phases of divorce. So you were correct.
1: That's what I said. I don't
0: know, Duh. but you, you, like, really guessed, and you hit it right on the head.
1: I really did. Well, I did my homework. I look, I have notes. Aren't you proud of me? Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so. Four, four,
0: three.
1: We're at number three. Um, so this is, this is where I said five ish. I loved our series on peeling back the onion layer series. Um, Was it like
0: three, four? There's
1: four. Episode 95 to 98.
0: So that counts as one.
1: Okay. So that's one series, but it was really like the process of your fucks and starting to heal. So each, (laughs) you know, my favorite word is fucks Yes. giving none and giving none, you know, all the other things to go with that. Not not caring. Not caring, but actually caring.
0: Forgiveness.
1: That you don't don't you go there? Oh, that might be my number forgiveness. one. Um, but when when we say peeling back the layers, you know that first <clears throat> little, the darker brown layer that's all crunchy and it falls apart, and you don't always get it at the first. Mm-hmm. Then you have that one that has all the little fray things at the end of your onions, and that's all your like feelers, like oh. What am I doing? Like what? I have to get myself together. Especially so, so if you have children, you gotta bring yourself to be that whole onion. And so as you start peeling those things back, every, who doesn't throw that first layer out? Cause all the stuff that first happens, the screaming, the yelling, the this, the name calling, the, I'm calling your mom, I'm calling your dad, I'm calling your brother's nephew's uncle. Everybody's gonna know what you did. We throw that one out. That just, that, that the first layer goes. just goes away. And then you get into the, okay. Do I want to cut it this way? Do I want rings? Do I want slices? Am I sauteing this shit? Like, what is happening? <laughs> what am I adding it to? Pierogies? Am I adding it to a burger? Like, you know, there's different types of t- different ways to handle your onion. And,
0: and, and as you peel and eat the onion, yeah. it, it gets more tastier as you get mm-hmm. to the middle.
1: Yeah. and you're, So more you're, flavor. You're really trying to get to the heart of the onion, that's sweet bitness in the middle and you know you chop that up that might be your little tiny pieces that you add with garlic and now you've got a whole that whole onion makes up you and it really i love that series you know listening to parts of it today i was just like you know we really touched on a lot of things that hmm. people don't talk about and nope. i think when you i think a lot of uh, why i love our podcast is we touch on shit that people want to say or hear or do or see like what um we tell you own your own shit just oh, yeah. because someone yeah. else did something to you, or maybe the cause of the divorce,
0: you still have ownership some,
1: something in your marriage broke, and a lot of times it can be the most simple thing is we talk to each other every day, whether my parents used to have this saying they used to have hall sex, they would walk past each other and say, "Fuck you, Fuck you. um you know they were divorced too but I feel like communication breaks up at some point. When you're first married, you want to know all the things. And I'm like, but what do you like? And, and then it goes like this dating. Like, I like this and you like this. Well, I want you to be able to do this. Blah, 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 blah. And then it gets to you got the kids. You got your work. You're trying to reach that whatever the American dream is. Picket fence, vacations, houses, cars. The
0: dynamics change. Yeah.
1: You want to have st- some people want to have st- status. I It it all starts to be less important than the core, which is you two. So, like, Lance's daughter just got married, and I say to them, like, I said to them, I'm like, the only thing that matters in your marriage is you guys. Like, you have to come first.
0: Everything else especially is especially is now. A side piece. So that
1: boundaries now. Like, you know, we're yeah. always like, hey, you don't have to come on Christmas. I, if you have obligations, or you feel like that someone else is telling you you have to be here at one o'clock. This is when we do stuff, and this is how it's always been tradition. Do that. Yep. It's I'm weird. It doesn't mean that much to us. Would we love to have you on Christmas Day? Yes, of course. But Christmas Day can be the next day or the day before. But every
0: day's Christmas when you guys are over. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. When,
1: when that's, you're that's, in that's, happy that's what got me sister. through it. Yeah. When you're you know, in can't happy situation. Yeah.
0: You know, why I didn't have them for mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah. I, I had to really think out of the box and say, "Hey, every day's Christmas." Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think too, when you can get to a point where you know what your value and your your worth are, that's that's a present in itself. That's that's what we're all looking for—happiness. And you know, I my my biggest thing is peace. Like I'm just looking for peace. I, I've had chaos my entire life, and like moments of peace are just like oh, this is nice.
0: Do you ever find yourself making chi- kite, okay, chaos, chaos out of something that shouldn't be just because you're so used to chaos?
1: I think I did that in my in the end stages of my marriage just okay. to get a reaction because I was like he's either going to fight for me or he's not because I've already, I've already been told from him and his mom and Mm -hmm. other people that I'm not the priority. I'm not this, the way he interacted with his family or whatever, or the way that I interacted with my family. I didn't take shit from my family eventually, but both my parents are gone. So then I didn't have these parental units saying, well, this is how you do it. And I didn't teach you like that. And you're, this is how I raised you. And why aren't you doing this? Or why are you saying that? Where my ex, if you didn't do, see, say, act, whatever, the way she wanted, you were a disappointment to her and, like, oh, you're out of the will. Like, okay, cool. Cool story. I get your reverse mortgage. Yay. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I think, you know, really peeling back, like, what was my take in it? I was a full-time mom. I was a full-time nurse. I was a full-time people pleaser. I was the, you know, chaos defender like stop why are you fighting why stop fighting there's no reason for you to be screaming across. That's like
0: the- exhausting
1: it was exhausting there's no reason to be screaming across the lane when your house is here and your house is here and you chose to live here fuckers like you chose it right so screaming across the lane is only letting is verifying to the rest of the neighbors that y'all are fucking crazy crazy so why and then once I left that and I was like, oh, like I don't have to have heart palpitations all the time or a sore stomach or this or feel like I'm going to throw up because I know if I don't walk on eggshells correctly, I'm going to be told, well, this is how you should do it. And this is how I want you to do it. And da, 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 da. so I think my ownership in peeling back the layers was really big for me because I am like. I allowed her to talk to me like that. I allowed him to make me fifth. I allowed that. But when you're in the midst of it, you don't realize that. You're just trying to make peace for your spouse or for your children or for just the whole dynamic of everybody. Because it's like if she wasn't happy, someone was sad. But if someone was happy and she was mad because she wanted to be that one that was controlling everything. So
0: I feel like
1: the Onion one was a really big one. I really like that series. And I... I, I think we still touch on a lot of the things that that, that one
0: does. all the episodes always get something in each episode gets mentioned every podcast.
1: Yeah, I so think that's why it's because we will we'll, it'll trigger something You're We're like, yeah. oh, remember when we talked about yeah. this? And remember when we came up with number two, this is coined. I don't know if we trademark or whatever we do, but this is a David and Rachel divorce devil podcast phrase zombie phase (laughs) number 93 the whole phase 90 no zombie phase zombies and zombie hope phase are in the same episode but i feel like when you're in a divorce in the beginning of divorce if you're not thinking about the divorce your brain just shuts down and you're like where's my brains like Forgetting to eat. Forgetting to sleep. Forgetting to do this. Forgetting to do that. And not intentionally not eating. And not intentionally drinking too much. We're like, oh I know that that drink's gonna make me fall asleep because if my brain's on, I'm not sleeping.
0: But it's gonna make me forget.
1: But if I turn off my brains you know? in my zombie phase, I'm okay and I don't have to have any feelings. I don't so have to. So then be the zombie
0: hoe phase was just adding Zombie whole the-
1: phase was like girl needs to eat. <laughs> Girl got no money. Girl is living for free in someone's I got, house. I got, I got needs. needs to eat. I
0: need somebody to scratch my itch.
1: I need I need some <laughs> wings and some fries. And I do not got the money to buy them, but that's what I'm feeling.
0: Oh, so, kill, yeah. kill two rows, one stone. Yeah. Scratch I mean, the itch and get some wings. You
1: know. And, hey, I might get a drink out of it, you know. <laughs> I'll have water, please. Yeah, okay. Now uh. I'm going to one of those, one of them, one <laughs> of these. Oh, you're I have paying. have a straw. <laughs> have a
0: straw with that, please.
1: I'll pay half. Mine might bounce, yeah. but hey, I'm I'm gonna make it look like I, I can help pay for half of it. Big
0: baller shot caller.
1: Yeah. So, hobby, dom, hobby, hobby, dude. hobby. Ooh, I got excited. I think I'm thinking of wings or something. <laughs> <laughs> make,
0: <laughs> a, wings, wings, that's, that's another episode. <laughs> what, what was it? Your your uh, comfort food. <laughs> That's one of my favorites, by the way. Comfort um, food.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. Um but there's a hundred that I have to of, of me that I have to pick from. It was hard. I did I did good. I listened to a lot of I listen to a lot of episodes and just did
0: Do you just laugh your ass off?
1: I know, especially the one with laughter. We're oh, like, yeah. how do we make it oh, funny? Yeah. We're like, we talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we speak.
0: it's, it's a Talk about shit,
1: <laughs> and sometimes like I, Mis-, some of our
0: mispronouncing words and shit. Yes,
1: especially if we had to the ones with the Dutch Bros episodes, I'm just like that <laughs> is called when David has sh- Dutch Bros. <laughs> Sugar addicts are us.
0: <laughs> Dave, you want Dutch Bros? Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it's essay. Sugar addicts. Hi, my name is Rachel and David, and we have a problem. <laughs> especially when you would turn to oat milk. There was one you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Don't ever me this again. And I was like, I you for told two me days, I have indigestion. And then I'm like, I got you the other She goes, I shit myself. Dang. I don't trust the part. You know.
0: So it's so about a whole phase. Yeah. 50 yeah. percent. I mean, it might be a shark. We
1: might just have to put like a shuffle on our podcast. Like, what the fuck? We don't know. Brrr. Like, what is that? A Rolodex? <laughs> Here's your Rolodex. It's kind of
0: like a shuffle.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. I'm huh? just, <laughs> I mean, doing your sound effects are getting better. You'd be like the I'm the horse. What are those people called? that do the sounds for movies
0: oh that one guy from uh, They're like the, police academy
1: yeah oh yeah well no there's like a, when you have a movie even if you're answering the door sound they, effects they, they do the sound effects people that's yeah, it that's it I couldn't think of that yeah, word yeah the effects <laughs> the effects of the sound that, that too um.
0: too much coffee uh, coffee yeah, has Rachel Rachel's it. had too much coffee
1: yeah. yeah I went to I went on a trip to Yellowstone and the Grand Teton. you know what Tetons means <laughs> boobies <laughs> I it mean it's boobies I don't know. I'm not Grand Tetons. Seriously, oh, sorry, YouTube. Te- tetons means boobies. It means yeah, yeah, it does not. Tetons means Seriously. tits. Yeah. No. Because they protrude out of the mountains. Yes. <laughs> wait, I, wait. Am I second guessing? Am I second guessing myself? Oh, my. More hmm? than one person told me that, so I don't know. Which
0: which person told you, Lance? No, Lance's
1: friend, oh, Two. Lance's friend. <laughs> Wait. Because he did say, show me your Tetons.
0: Oh, you know, my so. God.
1: <laughs> no, it's because they protrude out of the mountain. Oh, my God. Okay, so Tetons may or may not be in hey, titty.
0: Never, never trust your boyfriend and his friend. Oh, Hello.
1: Jesus. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> then, uh, what the hell? Let me, let me, let me look at it. Hold on, hold on. Let's, okay. Let's,
0: let's go. <laughs> keep, keep going.
1: All right, so, yeah, the zombie one was, I remember early on going... Wait, it's five o'clock at night? What did I do all day? I work, I drove to work. I worked. I drove home from work. I did all the things, you know. It's five o'clock now. I'm like, where did my day go? My brain was not in it. My, And if I I think a lot of times I went into most situations daily was like, okay, I just got to get through this next Mm -hmm. minute, get through this next hour, you know, and again, I'm a nurse and I take care of my business and do things and I'm sure I was steamed present, but my whole was like, huh, what? Or someone was like, how are you? Like, don't ask me how I wow. am. Like, then I have to tell you. So, yeah, I think the zombie phase, whole phase, whatever. And then survival. I think you're just trying to survive as a zombie going. No,
0: the zombie ho phase, two, two totally but different it was phrase, phases But phase. yeah, so. Yeah, okay. So, uh, uh, Grand I... Teutons. <laughs> Grand Teutons, ready? Grand yeah. Teutons. Large teat or a large nipple.
1: Damn it! So sweet. The right. I thought it meant whole boob, not just the uh, tit, hey, not the
0: nipple. At this point, they're pretty much right.
1: Okay, fine. I thought
0: for sure the two guys were just jack jacking you around. Yeah, yeah, but they okay. were telling the truth.
1: Okay, are you Damn
0: ready
1: it, for I number one? It. Yes. Jump roll. And number one episode for me is number 47, Forgiveness or Giving No Fucks. Do you know how many times I've listened to that in the last week, just on my little walks? And how? Do
0: you get something different from it every time you know, listen to it? Yeah. Interesting.
1: Uh, that if you, okay, if you listen to the podcast from the beginning of the po- at the the beginning of the podcast, I'm an angry elf. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a dentist. <laughs> uh, is this name Hermes or something? Hermes, Hermes. I want to be a dentist. I want to uh, be a dentist. I want to be the fucking whale. That's <laughs> what I want to be. That's my life goal. The, <laughs> that transports freaking Oh, uh, you're like the
0: pissed off.
1: Yeah. No, I'm not. Silver, gold. gold, ah, silver, or gold teeth. Um, But no, um, and so in the middle, I start to get less angry, and then you keep bringing up that I may have forgiven someone, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it." And then by the end, I'm kind of like,
0: right. uh, "I'm kind of forgiving people." Maybe I
1: have, but I don't like the word forgiveness. I like the word giving no fucks and just releasing it. And I think that was a really good episode to s- to say. You won't forget. Like you kept saying yep. about.
0: Forgive, not forget. I,
1: I, I nudged you a little and was like, well, you hold grudges. That's not forgiving. If you hold a it grudge. It is. But then you're That's like, you forgiving. know, you have forgiven them enough to say, fuck off. Yep. And again, maybe I just don't like the word forgiveness. I like the, uh, my problem when when we were first going through this and when I was first trying to figure out what I was going to say for forgiveness was the word forgiveness, My entire life, no one was really ever sorry for what they had done to me or said to me. Because you want
0: them to take ownership, but they don't take ownership.
1: And again, and and morbidly, like, who am I waiting for forgiveness for? My mom. My mom's gone. So what does that do for me? And from that episode on, I'm like, you know, I can't change my yeah. mom not being here. I can't change the way she spoke to me. But I can learn where she was coming from. And now that I know her past and the things that she didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't really have a lot of historians left because a lot of my mom's siblings and, you know, family are older or passed away. Um, the shit that she, she was just doing her best. And do I have triggers or trauma from it? It maybe, but do I want to call it that? I have learning. I have learned that as parents, there's no playbook in divorce. There's no playbook. Mm-hmm. Each you could read all the books, you can read all the self helps, you can see all the therapists, you can do all the things. But until you're really ready to figure out who you are, what you want, what you're going to take from the information that you've been given, you know, my mom's past, if. If I'm going to take that information and grow from it, and a big, big one from listening to some of our podcasts too, is a generational curse. I think it's a generational disservice. I mean, because we don't, just someone doesn't decide that our ch- their children need to have better. Mm-hmm. We're like my generation, like you should see, be seen and not heard, and don't ask questions. We're like. With my kids, I ask them. I ask them all the time, "What's wrong?" Blah, blah blah blah. And I've had some rough goes with some of my, you know, with my older son, my daughter. I've had you know moments where I'm like, "Where did I fail? Well, should I have been more strict? Should I have done this? Should I have you know acted more like my boomer parents?" Some of the things they did, they did because they cared, but weren't in society at that time. It wasn't like you were like, "I love you, baby. I love you." But kid. that's all they knew. Then, so they yep. only knew what they were taught, and so yep. at some point, you're got to be like. Take the good and the bad from all of it and, you know.
0: And keep it moving.
1: Forgiveness can, I think forgiveness can actually heal the generations back because, you know, like you're physically, biophysically, your grandmother's part of you still as a woman. You know, you carry on her through your mom. Your mom carries on for generations. (sighs) Healing heals the soul and heals your cells and all that. So you can break the cycles of sadness, trauma, mm-hmm. abuse, neglect, whatever it is. And say, you know what? We're going to learn from this and this is why we parent this way. This is why we act like this. This is why we have these opinions. And figure things out for yourself and take ownership in you. The whole world doesn't owe you anything. And I think that's the biggest thing that we have to today. People think that someone owes them for something that generationally someone did or said or did, you know, Back or wronged. Do I, do I believe, you know, do I have strong opinions on things? Yes. But have I been through enough things to be like, you know what? They didn't know. They weren't educated. Let me educate myself so then I can help educate my, my children. And I don't have to teach everybody. I don't have to help everybody. But if I can help one person say, Hey, you know what? That's my fault. I didn't communicate with my husband that I was feeling like this or that he was allowing her to talk to like that, or he didn't say something to her to make me feel better. And my feelings had nothing to do with it. It was, this is how I should be respected. I'm the mother of your children. I'm this. Yes, that's your mom, and I feel like you should respect her. But at some point, if she's being traumatic and causing all this shit, someone needs to call the her out.
0: family up. unit yeah. is, is the tops. So with with forgiveness and not giving a fuck,
1: mm.
0: I, I kind of have a new thoughts with, with that, and they're kind of interesting. So... From the standpoint of forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, uh, forgiveness is for you, not for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but giving no fuck, fucks takes it to another level and it, and it kind of brings a little bit of dastardly deeds with it. Mm-hmm. Because when I think of, uh, giving no fucks, I just want to, f- it's, it's a little bit of forgiveness and a whole lot of fucking die. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, so, and, yeah. And I think too, when I think you even said it, like, to the point of no fucks is I'm protecting myself. Yep. Forgiveness is healing yourself. Giving no fucks is protecting you at all that healing you've done.
0: But your big thing was you, you wanted them to take ownership.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, and now I'm just like, I don't care if you're sorry. Uh, like we were in Yellowstone and, you know, don't pet the big fluffy puppies. They will hurt you. <laughs> right. Right. You can see how society works just by driving through Yellowstone. You have nature all around us, and then you have nurture. The rangers are there to protect the animals and the people. And
0: the people, dumbass people.
1: Yeah. So the flow of traffic, you know, there's a one-way each way, and then there's pull-offs on certain spots, and then there's places you can't pull off because your car will fall down into a fucking volcano. There's places that, you know, you can see up over things. Some people climb up on little paths to get a better view. We're driving, and again, I'm from Jersey, so sometimes my road rage is a little different than, you know, the native Coloradan who was also driving with me. And this car in front of us there's cars coming. There's there's grizzly bears and a baby down by the river. And everybody's looking at it, whatever. So we had pulled off. I got out of the sunroof. I'm not I'm not one of those people that I need to be close to the animals. I see mm-hmm. them, let them be. This is a mama with her baby. She's gonna be protective, first yeah. of all. If she were by herself still, I'd be like, That is a grizzly bear. Like that's gonna bite you. Oh. So I'm on the top of my sunroof taking pictures. Lance gets out, and some woman literally charges past him, like, could have knocked him down the hill when he was like I'm in the petting zoo now. I'm at the zoo and I can't get out of the gorilla cage, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we finally see enough. We pull up and this car, like there's traffic coming at us and we're going back to, you know, our, our cabin that we rented. And this car just stops, throws a tazers on and the people get out.
0: Right in the middle of the road.
1: Just stopped right there. And the people are across the street going thumbs up to whoever's still in the car that didn't get out. They're going, yeah, this is a great experience. And again, I don't care where you're from, but from California. So sometimes it feels like it's, you know, they have their own set of rules and we're supposed to just follow them. And again, I'm from the other coast and we're kind of the same assholes. But I think, as myself, I'm a nice asshole. I'm going to let you know, hey, there are rules for a reason. You have now blocked anybody else from seeing anything because the traffic coming, we can't drive into that traffic because that's coming at us. So you should have pulled off If you could. And then anybody that wanted to get through still could. But now you've stopped the whole flow of everything. Now, if there's an emergency, your hazards are on. You're out of the car. No one can come drive your car. And so my whole brain was like, why do they get to do that? And so Lance is like, what does it matter? And I was like, babe, I know. But why don't ah. they have to follow the rules when I clearly am supposed to follow all the California rules? Because, you know, that's the best thing.
0: Because they don't get Fucks. They don't give
1: any fucks. Well, and again, maybe I don't give fucks, too. And maybe it's not, I I don't want to pull out California. Maybe it is just we all think that we are the most important. Entitled. Entitled. So, when they were coming back to the car, I rolled my window down and go, Sorry, you can't park here! And the younger girl, who's obviously, like, 17, she takes her time crossing. Everybody else hops in the car as fast as they can. Oh, sorry, sorry, kind of thing. And she stops before she gets into the car, looks back, gives me the peace sign, and then slowly gets in the car and closes the door. So then the car pulls up and then pulls over. Like you're supposed to. That's
0: <laughs> what I should have done in the first place. Was well, I
1: should have done in the first place. And so as we're passing, I'm an asshole. So I'm like, two peace signs, both meaning fuck off. <laughs> so, again, Lance is like, what have you gained from that? I'm like, I feel better. Oh, that it
0: feels better. I oh, feel yeah. better.
1: And so, you know, like...
0: Oh, my God. And
1: then here's my inner Rachel.
0: Rachel and Yellowstone.
1: The inner Rachel was like, I feel bad. Like, I shouldn't have yelled. But, like, because they stopped five cars back, probably didn't see the bears because they decided that they were. it was more important for them to see them than anybody else. And I think I'm one of those people that I care about everybody having a good experience. Where, like, I actually was in. Then it was all about me going, oh, I let them know that they didn't follow the rules. But then I'm like, I'm an asshole. And then I'm like.
0: This was a this was such a good podcast until cuz you really get to know Rachel. <laughs> this was a really good in podcast my head, until the selfish Rachel came out. In
1: my head, I'm like I'm a nice person,
0: but, but don't piss me off asshole. at Yellow, Yellowstone.
1: <laughs> but no, it was one of those he's like what did you get from that? I'm like I feel better. And then I felt bad because like, he never gets upset. He never says anything and you can see him going I'm driving. I'm driving. Like, don't fucking piss them off. They are from California, (laughs) you know. So, like, I'm like, yeah, but you can't bring guns into Yellowstone, so you better follow the rules. But who follows the rules? Yeah. If you're gonna put your hazards on in the middle of,
0: you probably got guns in the car. You got
1: got. Well, they're from California, so they probably don't have guns. They got bear spray.
0: Uh, Rick (laughs) on a. Last, uh, words oh, besides, last, last words besides my, uh, Yellowstone.
1: My not top five, but one that you all should listen to, because when I was going through them, it's one that we really need to touch on that you really will learn relationships from episode 53, our love languages, how to interact oh, with other yes. people, because... I didn't really. I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know how in depth that is, and how it's like that emergenetics thing, where like you can find out like the people that you work with, what kind of type of if they're analytical or if they're this, if they're visual, whatever. So, love language is really help. Oh, that you shit works. Learn like your children. Like my one of my children says, "I need your attention right now." One is, "I need words of affirmation right now," and that instant gratification is their love language that you have nurtured. Through nature versus nurture. So 53 is a good one, too. I think everybody should do it. Everybody should do the quiz. Everybody should figure out what, you know, if you're a gift giver, if I give you a gift and you're not, you're like, okay, I don't care about gifts.
0: It's a disconnect.
1: There's a big disconnect. But if I'm a gift giver and you give you the most amazing gift and your response is, oh, thank you. That hurts me. That hurts yeah. my language and it hurts that my mean- heart. But if you know that your partner loves to give you gifts and that's how they show it, you're also listening and doing other things. So, again, five-ish top fives (laughs) from Rachel and my.
0: Well, congratulations on Rachel's 99th, 100th uh, episode at Divorce Devil. Even Um, words
1: of wisdom or criticisms.
0: So next time we're going to do some homework and get uh, um, divvy out the the three yeah. pre during and post
1: yeah uh, we're trying podcasts. to get together yeah. like um so, even if we
0: and i started too so yeah, I have to, I did I, i'll have to sh- I'll, I'll have to well you kind share of, my document
1: kind of at the bottom uh also at the bottom of the podcast when you hit play if you go down david has um put them into categories and it's a good not place,
0: enough though i to do that but too.
1: it's a good place to start like if you're feeling like disconnected. You can go down and be like, you know, I need to figure out myself, self healing, self worth, education, you know, divorce recovery, find a divorce recovery near you. Um, Reach out to David. He can probably help you with all that fun stuff. But journaling, if you need any places to start journaling, Pinterest, Google, Rachel, I have so many that have helped me and then looking back on journaling and all the things. So we are working on trying to get it more conducive to where you're at. So um, thanks for giving me a hundred episodes and letting me invade your space, yeah, David, and God, not, take over. Not that I had
0: a choice and be but, the boss. And, and, and my last words are: uh, "Grand Teton's in French means big breasts." So, woo-hoo!
1: I hate hey, those guys
0: are right. Damn it!
1: I mean, you should be happy that men are right Damn about it. boobs. Yeah, I have Grand Teton's. You're welcome. Yes,
0: that, that's great. All right, if you listen for
1: nothing else, I will talk about my Tetons <laughs> often, and how they get in the way. Help and, me, you know, please help me. Someone help David. Help
0: me. All right, There's everybody. Thank you, for more Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank we had you for listening. more. Thank you for having more. me
1: and loving us and reaching out. And you know, hey, drop us a line. Let us know. You know, I'm okay with criticism because I don't really care what you think yeah. about me. But I love yeah. you, and I respect your ideas and thoughts. And you know, we
0: love criticism. Bring it. Bring it. Because we care.
1: And give no fucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye-bye.
1: Love you. Bye.